0: You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts, Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 99, Davey, the great one. The boys are back. The doctors are in the clinic. You're listening to the NIHL Flyby. I've forgotten the intro. My name is Matt
1: Lindsay. That's right. And you're the host, and I'm, and I'm Dave Ferrari, and I'm the co-host, and mate, I'm back.
0: You are back. It's been four weeks. He's we bad. predicted two. Um, you know, we had a few listeners write <laughs> in saying, what's the delay about? Uh, but mate, you were overseas. Our time zones weren't linking up as effectively as we thought. Oh, mate, you ended up getting the... Let's um, call a spade
1: a spade. It can't run without me. Right. I and mean, you're the host. You got man. the unofficial COVID. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was all happening. Oh. But Davey, it is great to be back. Very exciting. Very exciting. The winter equinox has kicked off. We have so much to talk about today. Uh, Even lots happening with us, mate, with the podcast. We're going to get to that because we are over the moon to welcome three new uh, people into into our podcasting
1: careers. On the eve of episode 100, we've got people on board saying we don't just want to hit 100. We want to break through. We want it to be bigger and better. uh, And we want 100 more. So, mate, I'm, uh, I'm wrapped and I'm feeling a bit of pressure now.
0: Yeah, I know. People are invested. Exactly. It's super exciting. We've been begging people to jump on board this thing, mate. We, we said it's going to the moon. You just got to trust us. That's right. And three lovely community members have decided to pull the trigger, mate, and we couldn't be more excited. So people are going to start hearing a little bit of uh, ad reads, some organic uh, back and forth between you and I, mate, just promoting these wonderful businesses that have jumped on board. Uh, and also... They've changed the uh, the title of some of the segments, mate.
1: That's right, mate. They've got some they got some ownership of the pod, and it's a pod for the people. Mm. Uh, a couple of peas in there, uh, but anyway, mate. Winter equinox, and yeah. Aren't we in winter? We got we got torrential rain outside. We do. I'm sitting here by the heater because. I'm freezing cold. We have to get to that story. We'll have to get to that story, uh, for sure. It's been quite an eventful day for myself. It has, and it's only 8.30 in the morning. So,
0: mate, let's kick it off first by having a bit of a chat, winding the clock back. Uh, you know, we finished up the summer season finals. We chatted about that just before you set sail overseas to lovely Serbia. Bulgaria. Uh, Bulgaria, yep. yep. Uh, to compete in the U18s uh, as the national coach. Talk Mm. us through it, mate. How did it go? Obviously not the, I'm sure a lot of the community have tracked it online. Um, Not the the result you were hoping for, but still one of the main goals um, achieved for that U18s team anyway, which is always to try to stay in that division. But talk us through it, mate. How was it?
1: Oh, it was excellent. So, yeah, obviously we haven't competed. I mean, I got the job in 2019 preparing for 2020 Mm. and have had the role ever since, but have never been able to actually go away. Yep. Um, because of because of COVID. Let's um, talk
0: about that quickly because uh, obviously you have a pretty impressive coaching resume. Growing up, uh, being over in Canada for ten odd years in the junior A program. Um, as you said, 2019, you got this role. Didn't get to do it. It had now been three years. How are you feeling, pre- like preparedness wise, mentally? Were you confident in your ability? You haven't coached for a long time now. You're the assistant GM of the Northies obviously, but uh, less coaching in that side of things. Talk us through that a little bit.
1: Yeah, actually, it was, um, I mean, I felt prepared in the sense, uh, you know, I knew what I was doing, but underprepared as far as all the players that we had scouted back in 2019 and, and kind of earmarked for the team for the mm. next few years had, had graduated out and moved on. So it was a whole new crop of players where everyone on the team, it was their first time on the team. So we we're kind of starting from scratch and yeah, like obviously I had no doubt in my ability, but when you're out of the game a little bit, just, you know, bent managing the bench and line matching and just being able to do that while watching the game for any tactical advantages or, or things like that. Um, but, you know, watching the North Stars games last year, uh, even though I wasn't on the bench, I felt like I could kind of be invested in the game and yep. in the game and, you know, occasionally sometimes i'd see things in my head where i was like oh it's a good opportunity to put this line out or that line or we're not getting a good match up there or we're getting beat here mm-hmm. um coaching
0: so, from the stands i like it coaching we all from like the to do that oh, yeah
1: we all do it <laughs> uh so i felt fine once we got over there and, and got into an exhibition game and and it, and it felt like i'd kind of never left but mate the tournament was excellent i mean first off and and we'll probably have a few travel stories today the traveling with a group um it's you know, it's a lot of fun with it because you're with your teammates and all that, but there's a, yep. lot of, a lot of it's a grind. You're going through security. You've got to wait for 25 guys. And especially when you've got kids on the team, sometimes their first time traveling, check-in is a process because you've got to wait for everyone to check in. Uh, so going over, because I had a different route coming back, I had a whole different ticketing. So mm-hmm. unplanned, the team all flew to Melbourne on Sunday – the Sunday that we left, and then flew from Melbourne to Dubai to Bulgaria. I flew from Sydney on Sunday. Oh, you lucky bugger. To not Dubai, the other one. Singapore. No. Uh, uh, the other e- mid stop. Yeah. Oh, Qatar like- Qatar Airlines. Uh, um, come on.
0: Yeah, why is it escaping me? It's not
1: Dubai. It's like Dubai. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, that'll this come This is to good me.
1: content, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I flew there. The midway point. By myself. So yep. I just met the team in Bulgaria. I landed three hours before them. Wow. And they were, so it was you Didn't have to worry about magical. herding the cattle. Yeah. Oh, I just relaxed. I was in my sweatpants. And uh, when I got there, put on my Oz my gear. Mm. And it was fantastic. Any, mate, the ta- any movie? Any Sorry? movie on the plane? Uh, yeah. Or you just uh, zonked out. But ask me if I can remember it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, look, tournament, excellent. My third time in Bulgaria. The country's gotten a lot better. The rink has gotten much, much better uh, at a point now where I'd happily go back there for another tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, the team, look, we had a young team. I'm, I was really happy with them. We Realistically, it was disappointing that we didn't get bronze. We ended up beating um, Chinese Taipei, who did take out the bronze. Yep. So... It was there. If we had to beat Bulgaria, we had a one nothing league going into the third on them. Uh, ended up losing 5-2. So yeah, wow. So we kind of couldn't hold it together for the third. So definitely the opportunity was there. We probably should have or could have got bronze. Um, however, we we didn't get relegated. We stay in that division. So next year, with uh, hopefully, the players continue to evolve and a lot of them will be returning. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that experience, and next year we can make a, a push for a medal, and and it could be anything, any color, because we we, the, both teams that were in the final, um, like China, we hung around with, yep, um, we lost I think five two, but we had, you know, our entire three players which were all in our first unit power play in our top lines, um, get ejected from a a scrum that happened early which was actually instigated by china i thought it was some some pretty uh, shabby refereeing if i'm being honest um our guys i actually i was really um you know a lot of people from back here obviously watching the stream were wondering what was going on but i I, if anyone did watch i was really proud of our guys of how well they handle themselves of of sticking up for themselves being strong but being really disciplined that they weren't the um the instigators they weren't the aggressors they mm. just protected themselves and the fact that that situation came out even where china just got as many people kicked out as us i thought it was uh some poor refereeing but you, you get what you're given over yeah, there that's and right never know so the the tournament as a whole uh i think success a lot of good things there worked with the great staff uh and now we we kind of Mark down those learnings, make some adjustments, and then get back to work here as we prepare. The seasons are all kicking off. We'll have Tange tournament um, coming up around the corner, AJ later in the year, uh, and then prepare for our National Development Camp next year, which will lead into the 2024 team. Um, Looking forward to it.
0: Very good. Now, uh, I'm a little bit jealous because... Actually, we'll get into it, but the weekend just gone, going down to Melbourne, was my first aeroplane, David, since we came back in March 2020.
1: Ooh, is that With why the, you had the mask on?
0: We brought the COVID back to uh, to Australia. Yeah. Um, but you got to go on one a little bit sooner than that, and you actually got to go back to Calgary, where our mm. stomping grounds was was uh, for the big league experience. Jackaroos. Uh, any difference there, mate? Has the, the city grown a little bit? Was there anything that... Uh, Popped up and that you noticed it was different to when we were there in twenty twenty.
1: Uh, not really. Actually. Same old Calgary. A few, Calgary. few different uh, restaurants and things like that. But I will tell you, mate. I did have a stop in the US briefly before it for, for a couple of days. Mm. Inflation is real. Mm. In case you doubted <laughs> yes. it, yeah. I was going for a, where I was in the US it was thirty degrees. And I was having a, and I was, like you said, a bit of, who knows if it was COVID, but I was battling an illness right after Bulgaria, I got sick Mm. and just a bit of a coldy flu thing. Uh, And so I spent a couple of days just getting some R&R and I thought, I'm going to walk around in this nice weather, get some sun and try to shake this thing, which worked. But I spent a day walking around. Drinking lots of water, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to treat myself to to one of the street vans, a, a chalk dip ice cream. I oh, mean, how good, Mister really? Whippy! Mister Whippy. Uh, so I saw the, the gentleman in the van. Um, so I got the the vanilla cone, just chalk dip. He handed it to me, but it was still white. And I'm like, oh. uh, chalk chalk dip, and I could kind of see a bit of brown. The chalk dip was so watery that it just ran off. It was clear. And, but it did go hard. So it was like, there's no chocolate here. It's just the whatever glazing agent. I don't know. Anyway, that was weird. That is strange. But I put my hand in my pocket where all my US bills were. Mm -hmm. Nine US dollars. For a single, single on. a one scoop choc dip cone with, you the, with no chocolate on joking.
0: it. joking. That's like
1: $16. Oh, I could not believe it. Wow. So, uh, things are a bit better in Canada, but uh, let me tell you, it ain't cheap out there. That is insane.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh, that would send me broke, mate. But mate, Especially I went Especially the amount of ice cream Reuben's loving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I went to a Flames game in Calgary. Ooh. It was actually the game where they officially got eliminated by losing to Nashville in a shootout. Oh, it wasn't the Toffoli. The non-Toffoli. benching. The benching. Uh, the benching. Oh, yeah, yeah Ritchie. Anyway. And, mate, I got to say, I got to tell just a public service announcement because I, I think I spent about 80 bucks on the seat on a secondary StubHub, secondary market. Decent seat. I mean, kind of high up in the second bowl. Toward the back, Mm -hmm. there's three decks in Calgary. And behind, so behind me was the last row of our section. Yep. Uh, And the Calgary Inc, obviously it's shaped like a saddle. Mm -hmm. So there's some Mm -hmm. sections are much higher or more rows in them than others. We weren't in one of the very high ones, but right behind me, as soon as we got there, uh, there was a lady and she kept bumping into my back. This is as the pregame's going on. And I kind of looked over my shoulder, and she was squatting down and putting things under her seat. And mm. and then as the game got going, she was just commentating how she was very interested in what was going on around the seat. She was telling, really loud, telling her boyfriend or husband that, "Oh, there's got there's a shelf here that you can pull this shelf down and look. I can put this here and give me your jacket." And then I had the fluffy hood of her jacket hitting my head as oh, she's organizing all her jackets. Nothing worse. But I thought, okay, let's just let her, let her yep. get settled. And they were having drinks. And as the game went on, in the first period, this started late wow. in the first period and it got worse and worse. She was the most annoying fan I've sat near in years, possibly ever. Wow. She, it was constant commentary, yelling out, swearing. Mm, and just, come on, you guys, you're doing it again. Because the Flames have been losing. Uh, you're doing it again. Come on, you guys. That's helpful. Get the puck in. And what are you doing? And then there were actually some nice plays. Like Huber made a great no-look pass to, um, to Kadri, I think it was. It didn't result in a goal. It was in the neutral zone. But it was, mm. a, it was a great little skill play. He's like, oh, what's he doing? He didn't even look. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And it went perfect, tape to yeah, tape. That's right. He's in the NHL. And then the thing that her and then the actually the gentleman who, who was a couple of seats down from me, he, he was the guy, he was there with his son mm. and he was, he was in the cool dad's club. <laughs> he thought he was so cool and hip. Yeah. He was dancing to the music so that music would start. And he did... You know how old people do? They're sitting there. Carefully. And they put their two hands out, like palms out, like they're holding up the number 10. Yeah. And then they, like, keep them there but, like, stir the pot with them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? In a circle. And he just thought he was really cool, oh, popping along to all the songs. I love it. Did he and get on the camera? No, oh. no. Thankfully, because I probably would have been in, in shot. <laughs> but then... So the flames are shorthanded. So we're killing a penalty, five on four. And he's like, oh, we can't even get it. They're just, we can't, like, they're just playing right around us. It's like, yeah, they're yeah. on a power play. Yeah. <laughs> got an extra man. Like, oh, uh, and then on the power play, they would set up for like a one-timer shot, which is what every power play is trying to do pretty much. Yep and he's like oh they keep doing that play that guy keeps getting the shot and it's like that's you don't even know the play that's not a play that's just <laughs> a power play oh it was actually painful yeah, it
0: sounds like it was a frustrating game for you to go to
1: oh so in, in the in the intermission i had to leave my seat get away from these people and just i just did a lap of the concourse but mm-hmm. it's so busy and it's such an old rink yeah. it's not really built for it's not really user friendly it took me the entire intermission just to do one lap well. bumping and grinding on the concourse uh, to get back to my seat. But it just got me away from those people. Mm. It was fine. Mm. And then they lost, which was just made it even worse. But, uh, but it was good to get back in the rink and, and see a game. <laughs> but the worst thing is this lady, going back to the lady, she got, was drinking more and more. Mm. Because one of the classic ones was she, so she, she started cheering for Nashville at one stage.
0: You he's, can't be doing that. He's, you can't and jump and Her ship husband's halfway. like, what are you
1: doing? She's like, "She's like, well, someone's got to win, and I like winners. Oh. <laughs> like, oh,
0: no. That is a nick if I've ever heard it.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, mate, that was my NHL experience.
0: Wow. Much different to 2020 when we were there last going to. Oh, um, that was a
1: blast. Yeah.
0: What was the Vegas ring called? T-M- T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Arena. Yeah. Much different experience mm. there. There you go, mates, and then you landed back. This has been a long-winded intro. Mm. You landed back in the country here on the Friday morning mm-hmm. to depart again on another plane with me and the team down to Melbourne to play the first round of the AHL, actually, literally the first game of the AHL season. Yeah, it was uh, us versus the Stangs. Uh, that's that's actually not correct as I've said it out loud because Central Coast technically played an hour and a half before us. Right. Um, but anyway, shall we get into it? Well, actually, before we do, Davey, we mentioned that we have three fantab- fantabulous,
1: <laughs> fantabulous.
0: <laughs> that's a new one. Uh, three fantastic new sponsors of the podcast, mate. Can we run through them quickly before we get into
1: the RCL report? Mate, we have the legends down at Carter's Clutch and Brake. Not Cardiff Clutch and Brake, which I first yeah, thought it thought was. thought it was in Cardiff. Uh, but it's Carter's. Carter's. Carter. Carter Hart. Carter's. Yeah, Carter Hart. Yeah. Carter's Clutch and Brake. All- oh, don't oh, touch the cable, right. mate. How yeah, many times will I tell you? Sorry. I need to get... They do hoses there too, actually. I was on their website. Maybe they do microphone cables. <laughs> Carter's Clutch and Brake. Uh, Pilates with Emma.
0: Yep. Very
1: exciting. Not pillets. No. Pilates with Emma. And, mate, this just delicious Hunter Valley Pasta Co. Mm. Oh, now, I know- We're going
0: to get a couple of samples, I think, in here, which, mate, if anyone knows us who has been listening to the pod long enough, knows that we are absolutely fiends for Italian. Well, <laughs> Mate, your last you, name's Ferrari. That's right, exactly. Yep.
1: You eat more pasta than anyone I've ever met.
0: Absolutely. It's probably four out of seven- nights of uh of dinner. So probably why I've got the body I do currently. Um but mate, I'm very excited to get these three incredible sponsors on board for the season of the Winter Equinox, mate. We couldn't be more grateful, more thankful. So huge shout out to our three new major sponsors of the
1: podcast. Absolutely mate. Now we're gonna we're gonna slip into our first segment. Uh because we've got to get a bit of hockey talking here. But don't let me forget to fill everyone in on the morning I've had this morning, mate. Yes, absolutely. Um, as I say that, I've I've started to dry out a little bit. I'm sitting next to this heater, but I'm my my temperatures hit finally just hit normal again. It is time uh, to kick it off with headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a button for this yet, mate. But headlines. It's brought to you by Emma, and not just Emma. Pilates with Emma. Pilates with Today, you you're a prime candidate for this. Mm. You. You've known for a body that's much like a bag of milk. <laughs> you uh, have had, you know, you've not been, been uh, ble- no, I won't go there. Look, you've had some time off. Yep. And you've come back, you you know, at times it's been like catching a moving train and boom, week one, you're injured. Mm. LBI. Band-aid. Yep. Uh, so, you know, not only you got to get in the gym, you got to strengthen up. The body, mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. get well conditioned. But uh, as you know, Maddie, as you get older, it's not just about the muscle; it's about range of motion. Yep. It's about the little core strength. It's about the little stability muscles. Um. And I think if you had done a better job, of this you might not be on the IR right now, mm-hmm. mate. Almost,
0: we, almost have to blame these guys for not jumping on on board earlier.
1: I know, and I think you got to go do a session, but Pilates with Emma yep uh pilates with emma.com.au there
0: we go pilates with emma
1: pilates with emma.com.au mate this is now this is not your usual it's definitely not your group fitness class no this is 1v1 or 2v1 or 2v1 a a hockey term yep Uh, this is sessions with emma a professional Mm. pilates instructor uh, and actually I looked up the name of what, cause it's different kind of Pilates. Actually the first time I'd ever seen, this is a bit of a, bit of a quick side story. Yeah. Years please. and years ago, back in Melbourne, I was actually on a date, uh, with an absolute 10. Mm, let me tell you. Of course. Cause I mean, would, would I go anywhere else? Uh, and I saw a sign Pilates and I said it out loud and I'm embarrassed now, but at the time, you know, <laughs> you we were young. young. Yep. Yep. I'm like, Oh, what's that place? Pilates. <laughs> it's the old Pillets studio.
0: The Pillets. What Pilots.
1: do we do there? So uh <laughs> So but but so not, they serve not the, the Queechy, <laughs> Yeah, queechy bit of queechy bit of pillets with Emma, uh Pilates with Emma. Mate, have you ever heard of this before? It's uh how would you say this word? P O L E S T A R polestar
0: Polesta, Polester
1: Polester? Pollester? Because straight away my mind just went, I'm like pole star. Okay. That's like the pole dancing type. Oh yeah, yeah. Which but is also great for your core, apparently. Oh, yeah, it is. I know mm. you did it for years, man. <laughs> the but then it was like, is it Polester? But that sounds a bit inappropriate. Mm. I mean, you don't want to be known it's, to be a polester. Yeah, right. No, exactly. It <laughs> doesn't sound good. But it's that's very close kind to of, polyester polyester girl anyway that's the kind of uh pilates Pilates, Mm. that emma specializes in correct mate this is this is uh the 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 setting as i said 1v1 2v1 it's not your your group fitness class it's specific to you so with your lbi they can boom target that area not just that area but the other areas that obviously were insufficient exactly uh, or inefficient in um allowing you to get injured so you know, and now speaking of my first date, the old pillets, mm. You know what I'm seeing here because we actually have some deals which you're going to mention in a second. We do. So I'm seeing one if someone wants to improve their range of motion, strength, flexibility, all those little intricate things that um, will do probably do more for you than just getting in the gym and throwing some weights around, mm. uh, either by themselves or with a friend. But what I'm thinking, Maddie, this is a great couple's idea. I reckon. Yep. You, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, go have a bit of fun with it together, mm. and do the two v one session where they can target exactly what you guys need. You have a bit of a laugh. You That's get right. a, bit of, a bit of bit strength, of strength. Bit of bonding. Bit of bonding.
0: Yeah, exactly. And mate, let's be honest. Our demographic of the NHL is roughly between thirty-five to forty-five, perfect age. Primed for an injury. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Perfect candidate. Exactly. Something's going. So let's get some early intervention happening here. Get that core happening, as you said. Get the strength you need. Pilates is excellent for hockey, mate. Austin Matthews, my hero, Mm. apart from my father, obviously. Uh, My NHL Toronto Maple Leafs hero. That's why I've got the moustache going right now. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, dad's always been my hero. Um, Father will always be number one, but... um, Austin Matthews, huge fan of Pilates. So, you know, if it's good enough for him, it should be good enough for anyone in
1: the NHL. Well, the um, funny thing is that people, it's a classic one, similar to yoga. Mm. <clears throat> well, not that it's similar to yoga, but as far as, you know, you get injured, you do a knee, an ankle. Joey Hughes, NHL, yep. Yep. broke his ankle here in Newcastle, actually. Mm. Got big into the yoga after that and the Pilates to strengthen that up. Yep. It strengthens it in a way that you can't just, it just doesn't happen in the gym. Mm. But usually people who have had an injury know you've got to go do something like Pilates to really get that area strong again. Um, but if you can get on it beforehand, do a bit of preventative mm. treatment, you'll be way better off for it.
0: Absolutely, mate. Now, you did mention there's a bit of a discount happening, introductory discount. Cha-ching. For a private initial assessment for just $38, Davey, oh. usually $70 anywhere else. So, pretty much a 50% discount for an NIHL community, which is an unbelievable offer. Yeah, but Maddie,
1: but Maddie, but wait, there's more. There is more, mate. If you do the couples thing, like I said, take your significant
0: other. $50 total would normally be $70 each. So, think about a date night.
1: You that's go do right. that, go for some wine and cheese after, have a laugh at yourselves. Uh, I sure had a laugh when I saw Baki doing it in his video there.
0: On the Instagrams, yep. Oh, Definitely but, uh, recommend Jonathan on checking that out. Jump on. Um, but, yeah. mate, Pilates with Emma.com.au. You can book online there. I believe there's going to be an NIHL uh, link that we're going to be able to put on our website very soon here where mm-hmm. people can go direct to get those discounted offers. Um, but definitely jump on the website and thank you to Emma for being one of three of
1: our new sponsors. Uh, I'm going to kick it off Ooh. because, um, and it's, it's AIHL related. That would be the picture on the front page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's cricket on ice.
0: Cricket on ice.
1: Because some of the scores in week one, mate, were cricket scores.
0: Uh, <laughs> Wait, don't we explain good. them after? I mean, yeah, come on. we do. are making me explain my gags. I did, yeah, anyway. I just said interesting. I didn't query it. Yeah, you're right. That's I, fine.
1: I had to justify it because I wasn't sure about it.
0: Davy the second one. The AHL might be cricket scores, but we have the Winter
1: Evenox. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, and then the last one, mate, is... I can't, can't. I'll try to do this, but choo-choo, that's a train. Nice. (laughs) But it would be be typed C-H-O-O, I guess. Mm. Choo-choo, all aboard.
0: Ooh, okay. Very good.
1: There we have it, mate. All right, let's go to the first one. Cricket scores, uh, as I said, the shirt pumping, 17 rip in the Central Coast. We go down 11 rip in Melbourne. Both teams rebound well the next day to have it more reasonable scores. But, mate, I cannot remember an AIHL season that o- opened up with such cricket scores uh, in week one.
0: Absolutely. Let's get into it.
1: I need a tune, and there's no one better than uh, the Fenix, to just strum it up for us. And I need to talk about Hunter Valley Pasta Co. Like we said, mate, you got, what's your favourite pasta? What have we got? A penne, a spaghetti? What do you like?
0: Oh, I like to change it up, but penne
1: is probably the most consistent, Davey. I love a Penne. It's mm. by far my favourite. Uh, but I do like just a traditional spaghetti. Yeah, I mean, not angel hair, a bit too fine.
0: I've started getting into the, is it Silly? The the spiral one? Because I, you know, where Penne lacks is it doesn't really collect the the sauce. Yeah, the sauce and the mince. Whereas the spiral kind of, you know, bags it oh, all up.
1: Grabs onto it, doesn't mm. it? Well, bagging it all up, mate. Hunter Valley Pasta Co. Pre made pastas. Uh, I'm on their website right now, actually. Uh, but it's more than just great pasta, Matthew. But orders, home deliveries, we're talking ravioli, we're talking slow simmer sauces, we're talking fresh strand pasta. Mate, they, they got, got it all. all. They, they got, got it, all. it all. So if you want a pre-made meal, boom, AU, pick up delivery. You just You can just heat it up, boom, it's ready that night. If you want some uh, just some sauces, some ingredients for your pasta that you're going to whip up at home like you do every other night, um au, uh, mate we said, we talk about favorite pastas. I mean, I think everyone's favorite but it's just so hard to do is gnocchi or as you call it gnocchi. Gnocchi. Yep. Pillets and gnocchi mate. <laughs> Pillets and gnocchi. So we're going to kick off the AHL report brought to you by huntervalleypastaco.com.au, mate. AIHL Report, we kicked off the season, like you said, in Melbourne, doing the Melbourne double, we the, did. D- the doomsday double, the uh, the Mustangs and ice. Mate, and uh, I might just have to give you a shout-out. Oh, bring it home, Fanny. Anyway, might just have to give you Dan a shout-out.
0: and out. Jared. Yeah, please.
1: 200 games. 250, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Yeah, but before that, you hit 200. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. 250 games in the AIHL, uh, and our good friend Hamish Powell also eclipsed 200. Hitting 200, 200 yes, um, correct. Game, games in the AIHL. He did. Uh, mate, is that why you came back to play, just hit that milestone?
0: Uh, no, not, <laughs> not actually. Um, it, was, it was deeper than that, but uh, it was very exciting to start the year hitting that little milestone, mate, because I was aware of it. Um, you know, originally I thought it was it was pretty fitting to retire on 249 just before I hit the 250 because why not? Um, and you know, I know uh, my old captain, uh, my favorite captain, Ray Sheffield, the one in the banner up in the stands. Uh, he retired on 250, so I thought, you know, that's kind of cool retiring near uh, near Razor there. But uh, this year I said, no, nah, too too bad, Ray. Um, I'm still young and fit, and going to go and surpass you. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty cool to have the first game of my uh, return being the 250, but, mate, it wasn't the the game I had, had planned in my head. No. Um, you know, I always knew it was going to be a tricky weekend, right? We all did. Um, may as well talk about it. We had roughly, what, 13 guys missing from our AHL roster that will be yep. in the coming weeks. Australian
1: so, senior team guys away. Imports. Imports not here yep. yet. Uh, some other kind of local import guys. I guess you call them, not here yet, mm, uh, mm. horsey, still overseas, you know.
0: And look, this, throughout my 12, 13 years, it's always been that way. The first kind of weekend is typically short-staffed. There's always people still away yet to come in. Um, this probably more so than than most years. Um, and years previous, we've, we've come through victorious as well. Uh, I remember pretty memorable years in Perth um, where we've, you know, rallied the troops and 2016 and exactly got the job done um, with short staff. But this time, it's always it's always tricky, and um, it was really cool actually just to have the amount of um, debutants down there with us as well, just to. You know, me hitting two fifty, some people hitting one, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and just for them to to see how it all works, traveling, the bus trips, the the overnight, the hotels, all yeah, that mate,
1: stuff. And hasn't it gotten a lot better oh, since you did please. first retire? Well, 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 you did turn your back in the team, then you came back, <laughs> then you retired, and now you're back again. But hasn't it changed?
0: Uh, wow, over the years? mate, we have we have a coach that follows us everywhere, like a, a bus is what I mean yeah, by yeah, a coach. Got a coach too, but Well, yeah. we do have a coach. Yeah, we had two of them. Um. But that was first off just incredible. Like felt felt like you're being treated like kings. No more are we uh, running over to the bus hire companies, you know, doing the short straw. Who's going to drive the team bus yeah, this time? The trailer. Yep. Figure out parking all that stuff. Nup. No, just pure first class from uh, Gary Dore. I don't know if it was your input from last year, mate, being the AGM. But um, oh, I'll claim it. Yeah. Exactly. Straight away, just felt felt really taken care of uh and then you know drove straight past the old residence of flagstaff hotel where we used to stay uh which has now been knocked down which is unfortunate but um yeah we went to a beautiful hotel uh couldn't believe it it was was very classy yeah seven store seven eight stories had a pool a spa sauna uh i used it all actually um but mate just an amazing weekend off the ice um, and, you know, there was moments on the ice, but, yeah, we, we just well, got absolutely killed,
1: to be honest. Well, by yeah, Saturday was an absolute shirt-pumping yeah. uh, 11 rock uh, on the back of a couple of NHLs in their lineup that mm, were there last mm. year, Wishart and Timmins. Uh, and, look, the Mustangs, you know, in all the, all the kind of preseason polls, they're going to be one of the teams to beat this year. I really yep. think uh, the Mustangs, the North Stars, you know, the Canberras of the world – are um are seen to be the kind of teams that everyone predicts to finish on top and with the rosters of of quality imports good good depth of locals uh high end talent so it was just a case of they had most of their guys there we were still waiting on a lot of ours, Mm, and um you know home opener for them the place was packed that they get uh you know i thought we started the game really well and kind of you know they were dipping a toe in the water we came out pretty strong and yep and it was back and forth and then they got a couple of goals like back to back and then the, the play started getting loud and then they just they just rolled with that momentum. And with that young group, it was hard to hard to counter that.
0: Yeah, that's right. There was definitely um, moments throughout the game that was really impressive and, and enjoyable to be a part of. Um, you know, Dushman, one of his first shifts... Um, getting a nice seam pass from from Hunter Ellen and, and getting a one on o with the goalie and a, the import goalie, mind you, mm. um, you know almost getting his uh, his goal for the year to start the season. I think he scored last year. His first ARL did. goal, yes. didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So He's a veteran at that now, but um, yeah, look, it was it was tough to be a part of. Um, you know, we found ways to try and motivate ourselves, and um, as we talked throughout the game, you know. The score is what it is, so start setting those individual goals for yourself. Try, you know, finish the game even or, um, you know, just do the little things right, getting the puck out of our zone as quickly as possible, those sort of things. And I think we did that fairly well in the third period, Davey, um, only letting one goal against in, in the third. Um, and, yeah, finished that one up, uh, moved on to the next day where uh, versus Melbourne Ice and, and had a much better showing, to be honest. We came out really strong, really confident. Um, it was a good back and forth game. Uh, Melbourne I similarly missing a few people um, as well, but, you know, we really gave it to them and, and even up to the point of the third period, we were up 4-3, uh, which was really exciting. Uh, but I just think, you know, with the... The the players we had, the young the young team, we just ran out of gas, ran out of steam for that third period. Um, started to get into some penalty trouble and that certainly didn't help us. Uh ended up falling eight four on the Sunday um to finish off a tough, tough start to the season.
1: Absolutely, mate. But like you said, there were some good things there. Uh, you know, it was it was tough to lose that one in a game where we had the lead. We we should have been in a close out. Yep. Um you know, but some some guys with not many games just got a heap of experience. Um, probably most notable, Manny Montgomery. yeah and learned to play grad. Well, still to comes, learn, to learn comes to learn to, play, learn to yeah. play. Just a goalie that has came in, literally started in Division Three, worked his way up. Is now in Division One. Plays as a player sometimes in Division Four. Yep. Um, got into the rep scene East Coast, and now has played. Um, had a had a. Regular season AIHL start, and he actually came in um, to the back end of that that Saturday game against the Mustangs, and mm. it was it was kind of a surreal moment where um you know Ty Wishart's teeing up a, a point shot, a guy who's played An in the NHL, and, yeah. and, and Maddie's not only making the save but but eating it, so there's no rebound and getting us a whistle. It's pretty cool, you know, to know where he's Maddie's come from, and yep. um you know the the good thing about Maddie is is you just he's very calm. Mm. Cool and collected uh, on the outside, at least. So you know, credit to him to he keeps working his way up the ladder. Uh, and then, yeah, some of the younger players as well, like you said, Doucheman, West, um, wettis Wheeler, Speldy, Speldy. Yeah, you know, they all they all kind of got in there and and um, tried to get the job done, which is which is a credit to him. And now we have a week off, regroup, get some more bodies here. Um, you know things start to get a bit more competitive internally for yeah. the North Stars now as as the lineup starts to fill out and hopefully put a better showing in in Sydney. But mate, wasn't the only uh, shirt pumpings around the league the the old the old well the new uh, the new old Central Coast Rhinos mm. uh, kind of stumbling out of the gates. Seventeen rock they went down, but they responded well on the Sunday by having a much closer game. Uh, still still chalking up another L, but uh, much closer game against uh, a. Shorthanded, brave team as well.
0: Yeah, I did appreciate our friends just uh, an hour down south, uh, making sure they get shelled more than we did, just to take the pressure off a little bit. Um, looking at the scores after our game, it was pretty pretty wild. But um, as I said at the start, there it's it's very common the first year of the AHL, first season, first week, I should say, um, that there's some pretty big blowout score lines. Uh, it's always fun reading the the commentary. On social media of, of people that may not be as familiar with that, um, you know, saying what's happened to the North Stars. have you know, gone from always being so successful to getting blown up by uh, one of the Melbourne teams. But, um, mate, very excited to, to get the guys all here. And, you know, as you said, we play next weekend in Sydney versus the Bears and we'll, uh, we'll see what happens.
1: Mate, but I guess on the whole, AIHL great start to the season. We had some blowouts, but we said we had a lot of goals. We had some teams really emerge. Obviously, the Mustangs just had the one game, but they're they're looking pretty there with with mm. one win with a big score differential difference. We had Brisbane Lightning picking up a win uh, in their their first weekend of actual competition last year. That is still exhibition. Yep. Um, the you know I think it's I think it's going to be a really interesting league and and it was in round one, I mean we saw we as I said we saw heaps of goals we had, we saw some huge hits, uh, we saw some fights yep. it was all happening in every aspect of the game, uh, and now as everyone roster roster just gets uh, a bit better it's just going to get more and more entertaining I think and I'm really curious to see here in the next couple of weeks of who starts to to kind of um, shake out as teams to beat and who kind of shakes out as, as getting behind the eight ball um, sliding down the ladder. Yeah, definitely. All right, mate. Second one,
0: our child cricket scores. We have the winter Evinox because Davey, we are, well, we're kind of 1.5 rounds into our wonderful winter equinox season. Kicked off while you are overseas, I had to uh, hold the bag and get everything ready, um, yep. which I've winched you about plenty of times. Yeah, it worked out well. Um, yeah, it was great for you, just having a holiday. Yeah,
1: just buying $9 US ice creams, yeah.
0: But mate, it has been an absolutely cracker of a start. We're going to get into it in the NHL report, obviously, but mate, we're just so over the moon with how close all of these games have been so far, um, where I think the biggest difference has been
1: four goals, which is... Perfect. Oh, for rec, for rec hockey, mate. That is that is exactly where where you want it to be. I think last night the best example. Two one nothing games. One of them in overtime. That's I right. Mean, just
0: fantastic. Now, as everyone knows, we always look after the first three rounds when everyone's played each other once. Um, how teams are stacking up against each other. If we have to move one player here or there, perhaps um, just to try even it out. So, you know, if you're you're and two or one one, don't think it's all dire. Um, we, we always monitor it and make sure we can try and make it as competitive and even as possible. But, mate, just to, to kick this off,
1: very, very excited to see the results so far. All right, mate. It is time for the NIHL Report brought to you by Carter's Clutch and Brake. Is your clutch grading going into gear or slipping under load? If it is, slip into the best in the clutch and brake business. Carter's Clutch and Brake. Hey, were you a manual driver or did you get your auto licence?
0: I... Yeah, I have to be honest, I got my auto license oh, initially. Yeah, I know, shit. I know. But <laughs> but after the year, I could drive manual and then I did have to drive manual because I got forced to when I started a job and was driving a truck and uh, nervously found out that it was a manual. So, like, you oh, know, I've never pushed to, in a clutch. Yeah, thank God it was a, a company car because I rode the guts out of that clutch, uh,
1: especially on hills. Yeah, the old clutch heel start. Well, mate, if you can start smelling the clutch or it's slipping, Uh, um, Mate, we're going to kick it off. Uh, we're just going to kick it off on going back. April 15th, juniors uh, got the three-team comp this year, and mm. we still have regos rolling in. So these rosters, even since this game, have changed a little bit and are going to continue to. As the juniors get back on board, Uh, We had the Navvies, the Navigators, taking on the Galaxy. Uh, This one, a three-nothing affair to the Navigators. Two goals to number two, HB, Harry Banks, uh, and one goal to Jacob Cunningham. All of these goals assisted by Kimmy Sullivan, fresh off his stint over in Finland, I believe.
0: Uh, Don't quote me on that. No, he's about to go to Finland. He's going to be going about mid-year. Maybe he's back from Finland right yeah, now. Yeah, I
1: think he was there. He might be going back.
0: Okay, yes, because he is going back mid-year this year to play in the season. So, obviously,
1: things are working out for Kimmy. Yeah, good on him. No penalties in that one, too. So, uh, the old referee, Gav Thurston and uh, Cohen Van Eppen, not a lot to do except drop the puck in that one. Letting the guys play. Good to see. Junior Galaxy taking on the Junior Astros. Now, it's unfortunate because because we go back to the three teams. we have They play twice on the Saturday. It unfortunately falls back into no overtime for juniors. Yes. Until we can get to four teams, which is disappointing because there were no scorers in this one. So they could have got some extra hockey. Uh, but in the current rules, they don't. Zero, zero. Got our adult goalies, James Gibbs, Layla McKenzie, both shutting the door there. One penalty apiece. But uh, – You know, some new players, Alex Ward, good to see them out there. Harrison Lawler, um, Max Benjamin, Ella Beaton, some new players in the juniors, Matthew, great to see. Uh, and hopefully we can get him to start scoring some goals because 0-0, zero, zero, mate. The fans, well, unless they were goalie fans, the fans would have left unhappy. I'm glad we didn't have to refund <laughs> any tickets that day. And then the last game for juniors, Navigators taken on the Astros. Hey, we had some goals. First one off the stick of Hamish Cahoon. Second one to Harry Banks. Harry Banks, two points in the game, mate. So well, he has hit the ground point, running yeah, this four season. four-point weekend. Harry Banks, I don't know what he did in the off-season, but I think he could be a player. And for the Astros... Uh, finding the back of the net, little Ollie Gintings uh, with just three seconds to go in the second. So a bit of a buzzer beater for Ginto um, there, but it wasn't enough as the Navigators get over the Astros three, oh, sorry, two to one uh, and only one penalty in that one as well. So juniors off to a cracking start. Good to see those games you can find at the Hiss Saturday Arvos. Get down here and support them. Uh, they might even open the bar for you at the rink here. If, uh, if you ask them nicely and you do not, uh, show any signs of being intoxicated. Division four Sunday night. Navigators taken on the Sonics. Navigators, bit of a new look D four uh, team. We have some some learn to play graduates going in there. Jesse Thurston, Connor Reed, uh, and those young boys just doing some heavy lifting. Navigators getting up five to four. Three minutes to go in the third was the G Dub Geno off the stick of Matty Head. Uh, with a beauty pass from Cooper Botham, it was actually his second assist in the game, uh, and Layla McKenzie gets the win, saving eleven of fifteen shots. Uh, and for the Sonics, mate, uh, we have it. We have a double goal scorer, James Gibb. So Ooh. that's that. I believe it's Matthew Gibb's brother. Uh,
0: yeah, some some relation. So he's been playing because Matthew Gibb is
1: a goalie. Yep. I think James has been playing goal in juniors, yep. probably playing a year.
0: as a player in Div four,
1: and pl- and a player in Div four. Yep. Um, you know, but uh, but all that being said, it uh, it wasn't enough. As the navigators take this one five to four, bit of penalty trouble in this one for the Sonics, mm-hmm. uh, and there's going to be uh, some repercussions from that one because we do not want to see that in any division, particularly the D4, because it's our favourite division, Matthew. It is D4 Galaxy, D4 Astros. This one down to the wire, regulation two two. Uh, I might say on a very late goal, uh, and it was his second of the game. But an absolute buzzer beater to Solomon Barrett with just 12 seconds left on the PP. Matthew, power play goal, really making – so Cohen Roberts takes a penalty for interference with two minutes left in the game. Mm. And it takes him a minute 48 to sort it out. And, uh, and Solomon just slots that home to force it into overtime, but there are only two heroes in overtime, Dan Rogers, Ryan Painter, both shutting the door, um, making four saves between them. This one finishes in a two-to-two tie. Division two, Monday night, we had the D2 Navigators taking on the D2 Sonics. The Navigators double them up, four-to-two, uh, or most of their scoring done in the second period there, but the eventual G Dub Geno game-winning goal off of the stick of Dodds-y. You're good, mate. My man, your man, Aaron Dodds getting the G Dub Geno. Uh, but I, I will shout out a two-point night to Hunter Almasi, uh, and he got a penalty. So <clears throat> finding the sheet, goal, assist, penalty. I um, mean, we don't love it, but uh, certainly his name was all over the sheet. Matty Montgomery getting the win, 13 saves on 15 shots. Uh, Isn't that just crazy that, uh, you know, Saturday he's playing against some former NHLers. Monday he's playing against Ryan Williams and the D2 Sonics and getting the victory for his team. A few too many penalties in that one. Don't love it, fellas. Uh, But it's early days. We'll get that cleaned up. Galaxy taking on the Astros in D2. Uh, This one also a 1-1 tie Mate, who handicaps this league? 1-1 tie. (laughs) Overtime, they had two shots apiece, but Chris Priestley said, "Uh -uh, I'm done for letting in goals today. Tim Watterson said, well, if you're not letting any in, I'm not going to let any in, and we'll just have to split these points.
0: Sorry, I do have to jump in there because Tim Watterson was a correction. Evan Hocking was the goalie for that game. Oh, whoa. Yes, didn't get uh, recorded on there, but found out afterwards apparently.
1: Right, okay. i have to speak to our captain there. All right, all right, all right. Okay, well, captains, make sure you are telling the scorers exactly who is who. You've got you've got to do your requests because uh, if you can't do that... Because are We have errors like that. And then I look like a fool, do Yeah, I, Matthew? we
0: look silly. Mm.
1: So I'm just going to skip over that game. <laughs> and go to the D3. Navi's taken on the D3. Sonics, Navigators won an unassisted goal in overtime... Uh, Luke Tucky I can just imagine him Just Just a shake of the hips Down the ice Cracking speed Probably yep. a little left Probably a little right Just coming in Little shimmy shake And I'm guessing uh, A little forehand Backhand action For the G Dub Gino Can uh, we just
0: pump the Carter's clutch and break Here for a second
1: Yeah mate. <laughs> pump, pump the clutch and break Because you don't want to stall it
0: No Exactly Because uh, you mentioned The Astros at D2 game You know Tim Watson Was not in net uh, Did you mention the goal scorer Gav Thurston
1: no, I brushed over it because um, you did because we made so an error on the game sheet. It was he was in net.
0: Well, that's right. It's almost ineligible. So um, let me
1: let me just go. Gav Thurston. Uh, yeah, I've got him down here for a power play goal. Talk, yeah. us, talk us through it.
0: Uh, well, I believe we have the recording of it um, here live. So,
1: oh, is that what that was? Gotcha. Yep, yeah, this is him uh, going in. Fires a shot. Rebound. They score. Pour some sugar on me.
0: Now, I have had three separate messages roll in. We're going to have to call Gav uh, at some stage, maybe next week, to find out what exactly happened. to have it walk it through. But I've heard that it's goal of the year already. Ooh. Only the second round of the season. Apparently a huge individual effort. Massive celebration. I'm so curious to see what he did. Um but yeah, mate. Rumour mill is just a phenomenal individual effort from
1: GJT. Might have to get the security footage and just see. Uh, might be one for the for the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going back to the D three Navi's V Sonics, uh, just because we like piling on him because he's such a such a lovable guy. Uh, Benny Armstrong, thirteen saves on fourteen shots. Uh, just one more save there, Benny, and that's a tight game. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, going forward to the D3 Galaxy, D3 Astros played another one nothing game. Now this one coming in the third period at eleven eleven. Ooh! Now if you're anything like me, eleven mm. eleven, you have to stare at it for whenever you catch it for the rest of the minute. And I screenshot them, and one day I'm going to make a montage of all my eleven eleven screenshots.
0: Mm, I have seen them. You've made me look at them. They're always the same. Yeah, you're that's 11-11. Yeah. Your background never changes either. So no, it does. It's it does quite some boring. <laughs>
1: Sometimes there's a message but there. But anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, who do you reckon got the G-Dub the G-Note uh, on that one, mate?
0: Please tell me it was number 11.
1: No, wouldn't that be good? Oh, what a shame. Uh, but it wasn't. What was the number? 38. Andrew McCrudden uh, with an assist to Dom Sincere. Nice. Uh, and we have Ericsson here playing in this one. It's still just weird to see his name on the sheet, not in the goalie column. Yeah. Uh, but, you know what, I'm sure he would have given a lot of uh, pointers to Evan Hocking because he was nine for nine on the night. Uh, <clears throat> nine, nine shots, nine saves. And Pete Baldwin, mate, 22 saves on 23 shots. Wow, so, what a uh, performance from Pete. Really Really, uh, just like many, mate, one more save there, Petey. Mm.
0: <laughs> and that goes into overtime. Nah, it's, the Galaxy were it's like uh, the Northies on the weekend, mate, just quite understaffed, missing roughly half their roster as well. Um, yeah. So I had a few call-ups to come out and help them. But, uh, and look,
1: yeah. the, the the best ability is availability. If, uh, as we're looking at teams and results, we look at who shows up because you, you can't properly evaluate a roster until everyone is there. But, mate, that was the NIHL report brought, brought to you by Carter's clutch and break.com.au. if you if your clutch is a bit slippy, if your brakes are a bit squeaky, get down to Carter's Clutch and Break. You might see some NHL uh, alum or current uh, players, I should say. That's right. On the tools, uh, on the desk, driving singing the desk. Singing along, singing she along. She
0: bangs, she bangs.
1: That's the um, brakes. The brakes uh, when, <laughs> when they're not when they're not fixed. you know what I
0: mean? Located at East Maleny and Adamstown, mate. Not Cardiff. Not Cardiff. No. Not Cardiff yet. Maybe but, one know, day. Maybe one yeah. day. I mean, it's, just, exactly.
1: it's, a, it's a roaring business. There we go. And mate, choo-choo all aboard. Uh, as I said, we're we're thrilled. We're excited that uh, we have some support in bringing this pod to the people mm. um, and and just promoting Newcastle Ice Hockey in all its forms. Uh, and these people are going to help us do that as we are on the eve of episode 100 and we can get 100 more. Uh, and they are the sponsors, mate. Carter's Clutch and Break, Pilates with Emma, Hunter Valley Paster Co., Skaters Network. We love you guys. Yep. We thank you. And uh, you're on board the Choo Choo train, mate. And Maddie's driving. Maddie's driving, so let's see where it goes. That's right. No better
0: time when we hit the uh, the three digits, mate. Very exciting. It's a massive milestone for us and the podcast. Bing,
1: bing, 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 bing. Bing 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 bing. It's
0: one of the only consistent things we've done in our careers, uh, outside of running the NIHL, so we're excited. Um, we can't wait to have these guys on board for the Winterknock season, um, and just as you said, mate, can't thank them enough.
1: Absolutely, mate. We're happy to have you on we board. We need more dolls, and we got them.
0: All right, Davey. Before we finish off, mate, it's it's been a bit of a lengthy episode, and and look, first one back in four weeks. We always knew it was going to be a bit clunky. Got to get back into that swing. Um, but mate, let's round out this episode with Well next week before just okay talk about clunky.
1: Hundred. It is. So we we're we're that's gonna be big. It is. It is.
0: We're gonna try to get a special guest, I don't
1: know. We're gonna have an in person guest or two. We might have some drink. It might be an event here at the clinic. Event would be exciting. Anyway.
0: Yeah, very good. Well let's uh push the button for the DQC, mate. Give us Give us a playback from your perspective of Matt Lindsay's first goal of the season oh, leading into the DQC. Yeah,
1: well, uh, it's you joining the rush. It's, uh, I can't remember who, going east west across to find you. Um, and you just couldn't handle the pass and fumbled it and then went back down the ice a few plays later. Uh, again, you sneak in back door and it's just a bit too tight. You couldn't really handle that one either. <laughs> anyway, then the third time, third time's a charm. You're able to pick it up uh, coming off of the goalie's right. Uh, and just snapping it. It was actually a beauty shot, snapping it far posting in. And it did the old off the post into the back of the net, getting wedged between the net and mm. the back bar. Nice and stuck so in there. So it just gets stuck in there. Just to just in case anyone was unsure. now nah, there it is. There it is. She's uh she's in the net.
0: Mm. You you meant oh to yeah, press sorry. the button,
1: mate? Right? <laughs> hey. Right. And for a brief time there, mate, you mm-hmm. were the North Stars' leading goal scorer. I was. Point scorer, whatever. You might still be, actually. I haven't checked.
0: I don't know. I've never scored the first goal of the year for the team, though, so that was pretty exciting. Something different.
1: I remember there was a year, maybe 2014, where I got an assist in Canberra, and we lost uh, 2-1, I think. And then the next game, we got shut out. And so it was, we we're going into game three, and I was equal leading leading point scorer for the team.
0: Yeah, put me on the power play. Um,
1: yeah, I printed that sheet out a few times. <laughs> just, uh, left
0: it around, you know. Still, still uh, <laughs> up on the wall today. Um, all right, mate. I want to just quickly recap the story of this morning because it is an absolute doozy. Oh, and I think that's gonna do it for the episode, mate. So right. give it to me. You had to do a fasting blood test. I did. And mate, look,
1: there's nothing more important than your health, I've really come to realize as as you get older. Mm. And
0: which so, is why we're so grateful for Pilates with Emma.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I think after this morning, I need a a bloody deep cleansing Pilates <laughs> session with Emma and maybe someone else just to just to just to take the edge off. So the um yeah. I, I went uh, for just a routine, just said, hey, let's just, I want mm. to keep on top of uh, the old rig.
0: And honestly, everyone should be doing this at least once a year. That's what I've Getting, always been told. Yeah, But this year, I said, Get your I'm, blood actually work gonna, done. I'm actually
1: going to do it. So I went to the doctor. Um, he teed up the blood test. He said, you got to fast though for eight to 10 hours. Mm. So I said, oh, well, better do it first thing in the morning then. Uh, only morning I'm available to do that is today, Thursday. Correct. So we were meeting here at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a little bit late. You were. But I came here and I thought, you know what, Till before we get started, why don't I see if this joint's open and I can get the blood test? Well, they open at 6.30, which I was pretty surprised about. But then it makes sense because people work and, you know. Yeah. Yep. So I went down there, hadn't had, uh, oh, sorry, I just saw that dead spider hanging from the roof. Oh, we've got to get feet. rid of that thing. It's a huge huntsman right and above oh, my desk. And I just it is dead. thought it was alive. Yeah. Although it is good to put on show for the other spiders, like hey, just a warning, guys. <laughs> warning Don't shot. even try Yeah, too show. Uh, anyway, so I go down to give the blood, th- you know, test. Yep. So I go there, and I'm not like, I mean, I've got tattoos, I've had needles, um, you know, like <laughs> medically. Yep. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not into that. <laughs> uh, and that just went straight over my head. Yeah. But yeah. And I need they don't. Bother the is like, no, I don't like getting needles, but I, and I just can't, the only thing is I just don't look. Yep. So even if it's a tattoo, I just, I don't look and I suck it up and get it done. I've had blood taken before. Mm-hmm. Never donated blood. Uh, not like the McCormick's who are just absolute heroes. But anyway, so I do feel a bit squeamish at times, but I just don't look and it's all good. Yep. So I go in for just the- a little pinch. Just a little pinch. And she puts the tourniquet thing on and, and then I feel the pinch and she does it. And the whole, I did feel a bit queasy, but I was like, just not looking. I was like, okay. And it's done. Mm-hmm. So she asked me to hold the swab, swab, yep, hold the uh, swab on there. And I stopped the bleeding and she puts a little aid on. And she's like, okay. And then I just started to feel a little <laughs> faint. So I did, I just I better communicate with her. I was sitting in the chair. Yep. Yep. I said, "Oh." She goes, "You're right." I'm like, "Yeah, I just feel a bit."
0: A little feel bit, a bit. Little She's bit like, "Yeah, take your
1: time." And then it kind of started to get worse, mm. uh, which is the last thing I remember. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> and I I do remember saying like, "Oh, man, I feel feel like I'm going to faint." And then all <laughs> of a sudden, fast forward, I'm in just a beautiful deep sleep, like you know. <laughs> Where it feels good. Yeah. Like it feels so good. In fact, so good, I think I was having a bit of a dream. <laughs> I can't remember what. But you know what I mean? Like when you're just so – and then I woke up and there's bright lights and there was a good kind of five seconds there where I did not know where I was. Yep. yep. i had passed out. Freaking out. Out. <laughs> and I, now there were two people there.
0: Amazing. Just looking over you going, oh, God. Uh, what do we do here?
1: And they said, that's right, you've, you've fainted or passed, I don't know.
0: They would see it all the time, to be honest.
1: Well, I did ask her that at the end and she kind of said, no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which made me feel great. Anyway, I was out and I woke up and then I remembered, okay, okay, I'm out. Yep. Then I, I just kind of put my head back, closed my eyes because, mate, I was sweating. Isn't that I was
0: your body just went into full fight and flight.
1: Oh, I was drenched. And then they, and they, the ladies were lovely. Mm. But they brought in, oh, they had cool, little cool towels on me. They had, the <laughs> lady was holding a fan over me. Oh my gosh, the full treatment. And, but the thing is that I couldn't just snap out of it. Like I, I felt nauseous. Mm. I did not feel mm. good. And I had pins and needles in my hands. Uh, I don't know if this is a good sign for me actually health wise But I just she, They're like just take your time And I could feel the chair was soaked oh, I had uh, just no. sweated Like ferociously Anyway It took me a while And then I kind of started to giggle and apologize And i like, no that's fine And I said well how long was I out for? She's like oh not even a minute Wow But it felt like I was out for ages Isn't that crazy? Anyway It took It uh I took my time, got up, then had to walk back out through the waiting room. And it was a small practice. For sure, everyone knew what was going on. And oh, then I picture in my head there. I wonder if she had to come out. Oh, we got a guy. He's out. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind <laughs> of just kept board. my head down, bit of a smirk on my face. Went and got some orange juice, blood sugar, you know? Yep. yep. And uh, had a feed. But even when I got back here, I still felt foggy. Yeah, you did. And I was freezing cold because of all the sweat. Mm, mm. Uh, but I feel good now, but here geez. I
0: was cursing your name because you took over an hour to get a two second blood test. I was thinking, uh, what is he doing? Yeah. Has he gone home again to do something different? Cause we have a podcast to record.
1: Passed out. Yeah. Came out in and told me the story
0: and I felt a little bit bad for uh, cursing your name, but anyway, <laughs> that is such a good story. I've always heard that it happens. Never knew anyone that it happened to. Oh, I do wonder
1: this how often it actually happens. Hmm. Mm. Um, actually like, I had asked like much. Another time Like ages ago When I was getting a blood test Years ago If anyone fasted out And they said Oh sometimes And they had joked back then They're like Yeah it's usually the men <laughs> Anyway mate I was I was out for the count So um, Yeah There
0: yeah. we go I Amazing like mate um, Alright I think that's going to do it For today's episode mate Number 99 The great one The Gretzky Gretz um, Mate I Yeah We've talked a lot. I don't know what we've talked about, but it's nice to be back. I'm glad we're both here, back in the <laughs> office, mate. We get the pot out for our listeners, our loyal listeners that have been waiting and writing uh, in to make sure that we were still alive and still happening. So, mate,
1: I do want to say, yeah, a shout out to, to the new sponsors. Yep, a shout out to the community as we as we um, approach episode 100, mm. because now <clears throat> with the with the sponsors' help. With the community's support, we, uh, we're we driven to make the next 100. I know I'm jumping the gun here because we're not into 100 yet. <clears throat> but the next 100 even better. Really improve what we do and make this Equinox season, combined with the AIHL season, just the best coverage of Newcastle ice hockey uh, and just engage the community a little more. Mate, we're looking forward to it next week. It's going to be a biggie. Uh, everyone out there, remember, take care. Get in touch. Emails, socials. We want to hear from you Uh, because it's a pod for the people.